0: again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and it is my great honor today to have with me let's see Daniel Cook, Kevin Couch, and Chris Carter. I am bad with names that was a miracle that I just remembered that. Well, impressive. It, it was impressive because <laughs> we've laughed our hearts <laughs> out so many times. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to do names um, but I, what I want to do today I want to just talk a little bit and um, I wanna have each man for just two or three minutes to share one of their cosmic experiences. It's not for you to duplicate what we do, but like I shared with them, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of the Lord. And you know, the scripture says, you know, how will they know unless someone sin? How will they hear unless someone goes? Well, we're teaching you the gospel. Everything I teach is the gospel. It may not be the gospel of what you were taught or thought about, only baby Jesus in the manger. But the fullness of Yeshua is beyond the life and death and resurrection of my Savior. It's me being in Him and Him being in us. And these are the things that come out of true salvation, meaning that once you're saved, you're allowed to go into the cosmos and the heavenly realm. So we're going to go around in our really, uh, actually, um... Kevin was the one just sharing with me about an experience he had, which I would love for him to go first, if that's okay, that's and begin to share you, exactly what you just shared with us. Okay, well, so
1: I'm lying in bed one night, and I could, this light was being shown in my eyes. And at first I thought it was my wife doing a playing a prank on me or something, trying to get me to get up. And uh, so I rose up out of bed. It was exactly 3.15 in the morning. And I looked over at her, and she sound asleep. So it, I realized, okay, something's going on. And the Spirit of the Lord said, I want you to spend some time with me. So I went into my living room and he instructed me to put the tallit over my head, which I did. I got down on my face and just started worshiping him. And as I'm doing that, he said, Take, remove the tallit from your, from your head. He said, rise up and then look around you. And when I did, all my furniture was gone. I was not in my living room. I was literally floating in space. I was in the middle of space with all the stars around. And in front of me was this purple mist, uh, which was the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And uh, we began to visit these different planets, these different different areas. There were even stars that I'd never heard of before that we were visiting. And it was fantastic. And there was so much peace. And I was having so much fun that I thought, wow, you know, I don't want to leave I you know and it felt like it lasted for hours and hours and hours uh, when the encounter ended uh, it was time for me to come back and it, about an hour had passed wow. and I said well I have to get up and go to work and the Lord said don't worry you're gonna receive a full night's sleep as if you never woke up wow. so I did I went to bed I woke up to go to work the next morning and it was as if I had slept the entire night it was amazing the other thing at the tail end of this I want to add that now when I engage every morning, my, I, I walk with him in the cool of the day in the morning, early. I get up at 4.30 in the morning somewhere around there. My favorite thing to do is to get my cup of coffee and go outside under the stars, under the cosmos. And when I engage with Yahweh in doing that, mm. I've seen the most amazing things even with the naked eye, without the use of the telescope. I've seen, you know, shooting stars. I've seen meteorites. I've seen all this just stuff going across. And usually it's at the time when he has spoken something to me. He shows me something amazing.
0: So I've seen some really cool stuff just being outside under the the stars. Now, if you listen to him good, he was really putting a good advertisement in there for me with his coffee and the cosmos. Yes. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there real quick. You know, um, don't shut us off when we're speaking to these things because this is all biblical. It's all by Holy Ghost. It's all through the blood covenant of Yeshua. Sure. It's all being seated in Christ. And if you can allow the Holy Spirit to begin to draw on you and speak to you, remember the scripture in the Word that says, it is the glory of Yahweh to conceal a thing, but it's also the glory of kings to search it out. And what we're doing is we're trying to encourage you that you will say, you know what, let me search that out for me. I'm not trying to tell you to go in the mysticism, though we are mystics. I'm not trying to tell you to go up the silver cord that they do. No, no, no. This is by Holy Spirit. This is by Yeshua. This isn't by fantasy or imagination of the flesh. This is by the image revealed by the Holy Ghost inside of your pituitary gland, inside your brain, inside your spirit that God has a natural connection to. And so real quick, I think we have enough time. Okay, I want to go to Danny Cook, uh, to the next one, if that's okay. Uh, Could you share with us a little bit about your uh, cosmic travels? Sure, sure.
2: Yahweh had taken me quite some time ago into the treasury rooms of heaven and and so the the scene is set up there's a lot that happened prior to this but the scene is set up while i'm standing inside of the treasury rooms of heaven and Yahweh took a a, a, took a chair and set it down in the middle of the the treasury rooms for me there's a, a square room in the very center there's a ring small ring around that and then from that point out there is treasures beyond what i could have imagined and uh, just to add a little note there I remember when I first saw it I swore that it was the treasures of heaven for all of us until one day I was I was speaking with Yahweh and kind of giggled he said, you thought this was all of them <laughs> this was yours. Everybody has got one just like this mm-hmm. but it was so massive that I could have I could have never imagined that that what I was seeing was mine but he sat the chair down in the middle of that and at the time prior to this, Yahweh had ignited a fire that had been inside of me, and the fire had moved from the place of being inside my skin to now it was outside my skin, mm. and to where to the point where it was less about the shape of me, and more about the the fire itself. In other words, I was fully engulfed and in and, and, and fully involved inside of the flame itself. And he told me, he says, "I want to, I want, I want you to sit down in this chair." And he said, I want you to, every time you think about this, I want you to come here and I want you to think and, and uh, about what would you do, how would you act? I mean, there was multiple questions here. You could insert anything you'd like at this point. What would you do? How would you act? What would you be like if you knew that everything that you saw was already yours and all you had to do was ask for it? All you had to do was to withdraw it from that treasury room of heaven and use it. You know, what would your attitude be like?
0: Mm.
2: How would you respond to people? That sort of thing. What would, and it really began to mess with you. So after several days of doing this, I remember that one day he had, I'd been I'd been sitting in that same location, and this is where the cosmic journey began, because the father asked me. He said, "Look up above you," and when I did, I saw a door ahead of me. It was an open door, and matter of fact, it had all it to me. It left the feeling inside of me that it had always been open, and I heard the father say, "I see. I want you to go through that door." So I lifted my hands up and I began to push them down almost as if that I was lifting myself up and, and almost flying into the heavens. And the moment that I passed through that door, there was a peace that I can't really explain. It was just a, a peace beyond a peace that I, can, that I could say. And, and once, I, once I had seen that, I began to see the stars. I began to see a lot of things in that place. But the the biggest thing I felt was just the absolute peace. It wasn't until a few days later that I began to realize, and I looked again. Yahweh, a lot of times when Yahweh takes me and begins to show me things, one of the things that he does is is he wants me to go back and revisit those same things. Because it's not just about seeing something. It's about finding out what that means. What does it mean to me? I need to dig into that. I I want to know the details of this and not just go by the first thing that I see. And as I was meditating on that, I realized that what had happened was I had not flown up, but I had reached up, grabbed the jams of the door, and pulled the door down mm-hmm. to where I was. Mm-hmm. And so in that same place I had I had been lifted up into the into the heavens and in the cosmos, but yet at the same time there was a pulling down of that door around me. And I knew from that moment on that that, that there was a peace that I could live in and I could remain in because I could trust what the Father was saying.
3: That's
0: good. That's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now I'd like to spend just a few minutes also asking uh, Chris Carter some of the same experience of what some of your experiences uh, that you'd like to share with us today.
3: You bet. I, um, I think my first couple years of wandering around the heavens when this started about 11 years ago for me, a lot of the time I would spend in what I perceived as the garden being in Eden, I could kill an hour every morning walking around with the Lord. Wow. And uh, and it was a great time. And I'm not saying we were doing super spiritual stuff. We were walking around the garden, becoming friends. And how do you, with your friends, like you're not always talking serious, you're hanging out, you're talking right. about the game, what's your favorite color, that kind of mm-hmm. conversation. So wow. I have this one moment where I walk into this, uh, kind of like a clearing in the forest, just using the eyes of my heart, right? I walk in this clearing, there's these beautiful trees all around look almost like dogwoods you know when they bloom those Mm -hmm. white flowers Mm -hmm. but maybe not quite a dogwood I, i can't tell you what it was i don't know not real good with that part but all the flowers like the petals the wind blew and it blew all the petals off and me and jesus are standing in the middle and these white flowers swirling around us and i feel like i'm in a vortex of white flowers with the risen lord Beautiful, life-enriching moment. And in that moment, so I'm just sitting on the floor of my office. My biological eyes are closed. The eyes of my heart are open. And in that moment, of all moments, I start thinking about everything I've got to do that day. Mm -hmm. And all of these very mundane, very mortal thoughts start to come in. And before I know it, I have lost the entire picture. I'm out of the experience, and I'm going through my list of things to do. And then I got religious and felt real bad. And I suddenly started condemning myself. Christopher, are you crazy? You are in the garden with the risen Lord in a vortex of white flowers while he's loving on you. Don't you think you can, it's like the classic, couldn't you stay awake for, and pray for a little bit? You know, like right. I'm feeling bad. I opened the eyes of my heart again and now he's taken me into the throne room. I'm still feeling bad. Like Christopher, what is your problem? Why can't you focus? Like you're ridiculous. Like God's given you this privilege. And you can't get it together enough just to put that off for another five, ten minutes. So I'm in the throne room. I see the presence of the Father on the throne. He walks me, Jesus does, up to that throne. Father puts me on the throne with him. Jesus is standing down there, and the Father points at Jesus and says, His love is not about acceptance through perfection. It's about acceptance through a promise. Come on. Wow. Wow. Come on. That was his answer to my self-condemnation. Yeah. Wow! Come on. His love is not acceptance through perfection. It's acceptance through a promise. Come on! That was the end of that, that experience. Come on. That'll stick with you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It'll do a little bit to get the religious spirit out. I'm not saying it's out all the way. Here we are 11 years later, still working on it. But, you know, yeah. those experiences help.
0: Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, we're going to close down this section, and we're going to be with you tomorrow. And we're going to go a little bit further, deeper in this. And once again, I want to thank y'all so much. And just bear with us this week uh, because I think at the end of this uh, podcast, I think I'm going to get Chris, if he will, to give us a little activation. That's kind of what I'm feeling in my spirit. And He's saying Let's yes. Let's do it. Let's and do it. so we'll do that in about two more podcasts. So you're going to have to ride the week out with us. And don't ever forget this. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.